This episode of The A-Team is brought to you by FaceToFaceGames.com, Canada's number one source for Magic the Gathering card singles. But don't, like, draw shit way too big on a card. You gotta give multiple signatures, so kinda, you know, draw just a little dick there and sign your name, and you're done. Doesn't have to be, like, a massive hammer. It's not a porn video. <laughs> you're not impressing anyone. Welcome to the A-Team Podcast, brought to your ears by ManorDeprived.com and the MTGCast.com network. In 2010, a crack magic playing unit was sent to prison by the DCI court for mice they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a federal pound-me-in-the-ass prison to the Canadian underground. Today, still wanted by Wizards of the Coast, they survive as podcasters of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can listen to The A-Team. KYT. Jay just agreed with Medina. (laughs) My head exploded. Jay Boosh. Is this what it's like to be a brewer? Because that was exciting. (laughs) That's what it's like. I fucking, I take it all back. Scotty. I would really like you to, like, come clean. You just mulligan to land, land, elf sword every single game. And Medina. So anyways, I had to leave, obviously, because I'm just not going to sit here and watch chicks get naked when there's trading to be done. And now, the A-Team. Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 105 of the A-Team podcast. This is KYT, once again, with Jay Boosh. Mr. Anti-League, and Mr. Scotty Mack. Do it! <laughs> Le butts. How's it going, guys? Super sickly, thank you for asking. <laughs> I'm actually, like, very happy, because uh, I thought Jay's article was going to be sick. <laughs> uh, after I read it, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before you read it, you were like, what have I agreed to? Because, like, I, I didn't really look into the emails, right? So I was just, like, I think I was out with friends, and then, like, my phone would buzz multiple times, and I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, why? And I check my email, I get, like, on my iPhone, it says, like, I had 10 messages. I'm like, what the fuck? And they're all from Jay. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know why. And it's <laughs> One of the emails is the article, and then he sent me by email individual pictures. <laughs> and so it did take me some time to stitch <laughs> the article together, but uh, I read it. It was really good. Uh, really, like, totally honest, Jay. Very good job. I really enjoyed it. Sweet. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, oh, there's, people uh, play there's been a, a ton of people that have asked. Yeah. And yeah. and it's so good. All the Build feedback the has been Take the GPs. Take them your PTQs. Fucking play anti-league. Get a marker. Pens don't work very good on magic cards. I should have put that in the article. Damn it! I just what? thought of that now, even. <laughs> what was I thinking? Uh, <laughs> all right, you noobs. FAQ Part B. Get a fucking Sharpie. But don't, like, draw shit way too big on a card. You gotta give multiple signatures. So kind of, you know, draw just a little dick there and sign your name. You're done. Doesn't have to be like a massive hammer. It's not a porn video. <laughs> You're not impressing anyone. <laughs> it's weird because I feel like the reception for this, and you, you mentioned it more than one episode, right? I think maybe the past oh, two yeah. a bit. Yeah. And it's like the reception is even bigger than I think even the booze cube. Oh yeah. Somehow. 
Somehow, I mean, I'm checking your article. <laughs> it's got 84 Facebook likes, 29 wow. retweets. Crazy! So, like, people, like, I was telling Scott, maybe, like, the hot new article is not to write, like, these BS deck texts, but just, like, it try to invent, like, new casual formats. That's <laughs> what the people want. I don't know what else we can create from here. <laughs> <laughs> you got to think outside the box. Yeah. Because I read, I read about, I think, I don't know who created it. Be Someone created as like zombie game, didn't they? Like a zombie cube? Zombie cube? I thought there was like some game where, you know, it, you stack an entire deck and you have to like fight. Oh yeah, the horde. Horde. Yeah, I've played that a couple times. What happened to that shit? It's it's shit. It's garbage. It's it's not anti league. It's not anti league, my bro. That's what happened. That's just, it's just trash. You play it once or twice, and then you're just like, shit. I hope no one invested in this. I can't get over the fact that like at the end you're talking about how like there's this old legend of the anti league, <laughs> and it's like now with your article, it just sounds like with so many people asking you how it works, it's as if like you're inve- you invented it sort of. <laughs> What? You want a League of Legends? Start Anti-League, and you're in one. So now, like, you're going to be credited with, like, basically inventing... It's going to be great. It's going to be so great. I can't wait to, like, Marshall's on, like, the Star City Games coverage, and he's like, Oh, and it uh, looks like uh, we see here in between rounds, we got some people playing a format created by the lovable Jay Boosh. Uh, it's called Anti-League, and if you want to know about it, you just tweet him up, or you go to manordeprived.com, home of all the greatest magic articles on the planet. And, uh, yeah. He created it. It's great. He's really smart and created it, and it's, it's the best created format ever of all time. <laughs> now that EDH is an official format and it's lost all its credit, it's sellout potential anti-leak. <laughs> all the old-timers would be like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> somebody, somebody asked me why I didn't talk about the anti-cards in my anti-league deck, and then I was like, well... I don't know if anyone ever will remember those. Like, there's a couple people that'll remember them, and then they'll they won't need me to tell them what they are. But everybody else will be like, "Oh, cool!" And then and then I was like, "Oh, but then that could be the death of anti league because all these like noobs will go out and buy all these old boosters to get like anti cards to be like, ha ha!" <laughs> but then they won't get anti cards; they'll just get like one ones for four because a one one for one is too good. And you know, this two two for two must have a drawback. You must discard your hand when you play it. Yeah, pretty good. And I don't want to ruin anti-league. <laughs> so, uh, you know. So, yeah. So, you guys got to get one going. Get it going. Get an anti-league. I, I know, Scott, uh, and and you you love the holy just, justice. Uh, I can't even pronounce it. Just a car? Everyone says just a car, but it's just this year. My That's fine. The biggest, for me, the, 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 the dick car is Vassal Soul. <laughs> like... It looks so much like a penis. It looks like a dick. It's, so, it's actually disturbing. I didn't even think of that. The guy was just like, oh, whatever. I'm just going to, I don't know what I'm going to draw on this. And then he hands it over, and it was like, that's a dick. <laughs> you didn't even draw a dick, man. You just outlined someone else's dick drawing. <laughs> just, that was two dicks in one set. They snuck into this this RTR, Armada Worm and Vassal Soul. And he was like, yeah, well, whatever, you know. Sometimes you just got to trace. Oh, Jesus. He's also the guy that drew the, the stickmen fucking in the forest. <laughs> in case 
notice that picture. That's in that article. That got in there. That made it. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't even notice. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, you know. But, I mean, if you're offended by dicks, then, you know, just say that. Yo, man. I'm an adult. Don't draw my. Don't make my vassal soul a dick. Give it a smiley face. Make it a happy, dick-looking, but not dick, soul. <laughs> I, thought, I think that's one of my favorite parts uh, of your article. I think you said it twice, where you're just like suggesting the person to like mention, or or if they have kids. Hey, this is my daughter's son. I would appreciate no rude drawings or words on his cards if he wins. Okay. They were like, "Hey, is Auntie legal case for like an 11 year old?" And then I was like, "Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I don't know. How cool is your 11 year old? How how bad of a single father are you?" <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> like, like you know, if it was not my kid, oh yeah, I'd be drawing dicks all day. But um. <laughs> I, uh, if it was my kid, I probably wouldn't draw dicks. And then, you know, we got to talk. We had a really good discussion about things like, not just dicks, but we also discussed things like, um, you know, is anti-league an appropriate uh, format for children in the way that, like, it teaches them how to play magic properly? And, uh, and, and you know, teaching them about mechanics and how interactions work and blocking and when to block and when not to. And, you know, the thing that I really like about anti-league is, like, it's not just simple, dumb bad decks that you're playing like it's it's way deeper than that you still have to make really difficult decisions um and i mean for kids it's not going to teach the kids how to you know build a correct deck or metagame or sideboard probably uh but what it will teach them is you know it'll teach them probably good sharing techniques because you know you're going to take their cards and they can't just be whiny bitches about that kyle with your kids You know, and the other thing too is you get to be a really cool dad or mom and or uncle or aunt or whatever double life partner. I don't know how you describe that, but you know, you you get there. Your kid loses all their cards and they're all sad about it and whatever. And then you just buy them new packs and build them a new deck. And the other thing, kids love to fucking draw. They love coloring. They're like, yeah. So then they get you're like, oh, I won your fucking shitty forest who even cares and they're like yeah who cares i'm gonna draw a bird in this forest haha stupid now you have a bird forest and that's and then you're like oh man and then they just have a good time you know it's all about about having a good time let us know how it goes kyle (laughs) (laughs) yeah and please if you try anti-league please let us know how it goes if you have ideas for anti-league or you tried something crazy or you have a scumbag story Scumbag stories from Anti League are pretty good. <laughs> well, like I said, I'm still surprised because uh, even in my local uh, card store Facebook group, you know, there, someone suggested that we start this thing, and that didn't happen with Booze Cube. So, wow. I, so this is gonna ca- pick up. I'm the Apparently. best. You, you need to do Anti League Part Two or something. <laughs> start a new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So anything else that we can talk about anti league? I don't. Eh, I don't really think so. I mean, go to, go to manadeprive.com and check out the article, and uh, just remember to have fun. Have fun. It's a fun format. It's you're you're supposed to. It's supposed to be fun to play between rounds. Like I play it between rounds at F and M all the time. Uh, if we go to, um, if we go to like a PTQ or a GP or something where you're just oh, there's a lot of times where you're just gonna be. You know, sitting around and chilling, you're gonna want to 
pull this out and just throw it together. And, you know, EDH is still fun and, and all that stuff, but, um, you know, this is a factor. If you only have, you know, you know, 30 to 15 minutes between rounds, like, you just get a quick in Antian, and if, you know, the next round starts, it's not a big deal. You didn't invest so much time, right? So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Anti-league. Chicka, chicka. Scott. Yes, sir. How's the modern mastery going? <laughs> As a matter of fact, sir, it's uh, going quite well. Really, really. How many buys are you going to have at the GP? Because I'm going to have two, so. Well, <laughs> none, because he's the worst. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Except that, uh, see, I was grinding these GPTs, right? And uh, I played in, I played in one, and uh, yeah, I played in a soft one that I, I lost in the finals of. Five. Right, you get this. Like you hear that, Josh? It's lost in the finals of. Yep. <laughs> and uh, and then I played in another one in Hamilton where I lost in the uh, top four because uh, Red Green Tron is a fucking terrible deck and needs to just die in a fire. <laughs> Apparently, the good answer to solving turn three Karn is quickly eat it. <laughs> <laughs> and then call a judge <laughs> and tell him to count your opponent's deck. Nice. <laughs> Apparently that's just the best way to answer it. Um, so says Nina, which I thought was awesome. So shout out to Nina. Um, but yeah, so I played in that one and, uh, and then I played in like the last one uh, that I decided I was going to play because I've got a bunch of family stuff going on this weekend. And, you know, my mom's going in for surgery on her back tomorrow and, Things like that. So I kind of have to be around this weekend. So it was like mm-hmm. literally my last shot. Um, at which point I, through a series of, you know, fortunate circumstances, which I'll outline, you know, uh, for you here in this fine evening, uh, in far more pomp and circumstance than I'm slow rolling this, I ended up going actually undefeated and taking <laughs> down the entire fucking thing and getting my three buys. So I have three buys for Grand Prix Toronto. So nice. To answer your question. Nice. Fuck. So I, yeah, that's better than you're better than KYT. KYT already you're the worst. I'm already better than worst. KYT. KYT, you fucking bag of shit. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like beyond stoked. I'm so over the moon. Um, it didn't really even sink in until the next day, and uh, and it's just like the greatest thing ever. So, uh, yeah, I ended up facing. So I sat. To, so I was at Harry T North. All right. I, I want to ask you. So you went normal giant for the first one that you lost in the finals. Yeah. Did you go spirit giant when you. So I actually went. So so I went messenger jund at the first one. Okay. And then I went spirit jund for the second one. Okay. Okay. And then spirit jund again, and the only and I only changed three cards in the sideboard, um, from Saturday to Sunday, and those cards, actually, they did matter. So. <laughs> Not a lot, but a little. Um, yeah, so I basically played like fifty-eight of sixty uh, main deck from the from the Channel Fireball list. Uh, the only changes that I made was I cut the Treetop Village for what ended up being a Blood Crypt. I knew I wanted it to be an extra uh, Shockland just so that I could you know find my mana more reasonably. Um, but I couldn't decide whether it was going to be a Temple Garden or an Overgrown Tomb or a Blood Crypt. So I was talking with 
uh, Chris and Tyler, both of whom uh, Tyler came with me. That's Tyler the Fro on Twitter, and uh, Chris Chaos Forty Six, uh, who actually lives in Hamilton. He was the one that told me about the the PTQ, or sorry, the GPT. So uh, I went out there and we were talking before the uh, before the the games, and I thought, well, you know, what's it going to be? We looked at the sideboard cards that I was running, and like decidedly, we're just like, you know what, it's going to be Blood Crypt. Like I want the extra red source. All my sideboard cards are red and black. Like let's just go with it. So it turned out to be like the absolute right decision because, uh, like in the f- in the top four, um, I was playing against Red Green Tron, and he drops a turn three Karn, um, or turn four whatever, and I'm running short on lands. So sure enough, he like nukes my Blood Crypt, which I need for the Terminate to follow up on his Wormcoil Engine the next turn in my hand. And so sure enough, I crack a fetch land, and oh, there it is—the second Blood Crypt. Boom. So sick. So, like, absolutely. I was like, yep, that's the right card. And I haven't changed it since. Robocop. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, like, so (laughs) glad I have this land in here. I proceeded to die three turns later. But still, I made sport of him. Yeah. Anyways, so I I was really happy with that. And as I continually look at my sideboard adjustments, like, they're very, very much just, like, red and black cards. So I felt like it's, it's still the right choice. And then, in addition to that, uh, the so I made some last-minute changes to the sideboard. Um, I was playing Rule of Law. I noticed a significant lack of, like, Storm in the room, but there was a lot of, like, dirtily little creature decks, like White Weenie and fucking Soul Sisters and all that nonsense. So not wanting to, like, totally abandon my graveyard hate, I ended up just cutting the two Rule of Laws for two Jun Charms, um, which ended up getting there uh, in a couple games, so that made me really happy. Um, I did take out the honorable... So, so we're going into top eight. I literally squeak it on Breakers. <laughs> um, like literally it wow. was so bad and uh and then john Booten, of course um went he's a the well-reputed uh you know toronto grinder um anti-marv guy anti-marv fan uh actually if you guys remember like way back in the day uh there were some comments by one zylog in our uh one of our articles when we were talking about the uh pre-release for uh second set of scars block which right. was I whatever the fuck. Anyways, so uh, we were playing in a match and it went long and it, we were going through turns and you know he felt he had he had the win on board and he asked me to concede and I didn't concede. Um, so he he just scooped me and uh, and I gave him some packs afterwards and that was fine. But he brought it up in the the comment section of that and uh, and called me out on it. So anyway, so we've since buried it. But needless to say, we haven't actually played Magic since that day against each other. So here we are facing off in top eight. Uh, he's undefeated with his pod deck, like undefeated the entire day. And so sits down against me. And I guess for some reason, like he just can't fucking buy an opening hand. That's worth its shit. Like he opens up <laughs> on like, he keeps like bird angel five lands game one. And so of course he goes like turn one bird. I go sweet. Turn one bolt. You know, he goes, all right, land. I go, all right, thoughtsies. Ooh. And like, <laughs> There was nothing after that, like just nothing. So Jun did what Jun does, and that was a game. Uh, game two uh, was a good, was a much better game. He ends up landing like turn four Sigarda, which under normal circumstances Jun fucking folds to. But I'm playing Spirit Jund, so I can block that bitch all day. Um, and it bought me a lot of time to be able to get like Olivia, which was really good. And uh, so she ended up taking over the game. I ended up using a Jun Charm. I, I set up an attack where I could get in, and, and he had to make some blocks. Um, and I was able to. I threw in like a three four, uh, or like a two three. Um, yeah, it was it was a three four Tarmogoyf or something like that was attacking in, 
And so no matter what he blocked with, I had the Jun Charm to put two 1-1 counters on my guy, which also bumped because there was no instant in there before. It's so like, it was just a blowout. It was really good. Um, and so I, and then I just got crushed by the same Jun deck, that, or by the same Tron deck that gave me a loss in, in the fucking Swiss. So that was just bad. Um, I kind of sat there afterwards and looked at, licked my wounds. There was one card in particular, though, that was a fucking all-star. Like, I put it in. Because Lucas Siao has been talking about putting this card in the sideboard of Jund, and he sent me his list, and it was in there, and he's like, yeah, it's for the mirror, and it's pretty good against some other decks, you know, like Soul Sisters and Blue White and stuff, and it's the Sword of Light and Shadow. Let me fucking tell you how retarded that card is right now in Modern. Like, so being able to gain three life is totally relevant against all the burn decks. Putting a 2-2 bonus on a, like, even a Deathrite Shaman puts it out of bolt range, which is crazy. Um, you can't kill the creature with any of your black-based removal, like Abrupt Decays and Terminates and Maelstrom Pulses and all the rest of that crap. You have to kill the sword first. Oh, and did I mention, he gets creatures back. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, and protection from white. Path to where? Lingering who? Like, this card's retarded, folks! Newsflash! Every time I cast that spell, every time I cast that card in a match, I won. Every mm. time. So, Charlotte was judging. Uh, Charlotte's Table, Jackal Girl on Twitter. I'm just like filling my shadow quota here. Um, was actually judging the event, and so I ended up giving her a ride home, and so she traded me my original for a nice fucking retro brown beta-framed uh, Judge Foil Light and Shadow. Nice. I have one of those for my cube. They're yeah. sick. So gross. They're badass she, looking. She's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so I got one of those in there, So and I re-looked at the sideboard. I made some cuts, and I was able to squeeze in the three Fulminator Majors that I wanted so that I wouldn't just like auto-fucking lose to the next Tron match that I faced. And I noticed a very darling interaction with Fulminator Mage and Sword of Light and Shadow, which makes me smile a lot, because you just kill all the lands. All the lands. So, um... Anyways, uh, so I I, just, I tuned it all up, and I was pretty happy with it, and I went on to uh, play in the at the Harry T. North and play through this this uh, this GPT. So uh, there were 49 people there. Uh, it ended up being six rounds of Swiss plus top eight. Uh, wow. It was That's a decent number. For it was it was a decent number, and especially in there, like it was pretty full. And there was also a standard tournament running continuously, uh, running side by side. North, right? Yeah, yeah, the, the one base, that we went to, the dungeon. Yeah, the dungeon, <laughs> the sweaty dungeon. Yeah. So thankfully, it wasn't the summertime, and it was like nice and temperate down there, so it was fine. But yeah, so round one, I faced against Storm. Two uh, O, my opponent. That was. I mean, I played Storm Infinite on Moto because that's where you find Storm decks. <laughs> Is on Moto, uh, so I was pretty pretty confident with that matchup. Plus, like all of the hate cards is fine, and Liliana and Shaman, and they all do their work. Mm. And I tend to leave my bolts in in that matchup too, uh, like all four of them, because I just cannot suffer the uh, Goblin Electromancer to live for longer than you know, as long as it takes him to pass the turn back to me. Um, so I leave them in for that purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Card is fucking brutal. Like you just, anyways. Tom and I were talking about it on stream last night, so. Card's just insane. Um, uh, so I, I 2 storm, and then I sit down for my round two opponent against, like, Blue Merfolk, which I think should be a terrible matchup for me, even though people that have been testing it tell me it's good. But, like, every time I played it on the stream, I fucking get creamed. Because, like, by turn three, they've got three five five guys that, like, I can't block because spreading seas, and I'm just, like, fucked. Like, this, like... <laughs> <laughs> Deck's ridiculous like that, right? And those draws happen regularly, and, and it's brutal. Um... So I sit down against my opponent, and uh, she says, well, you know, I will be playing first. 
and uh, there's nothing you can say or do about it. And I'm like, really? Why is that? She says, well, I have a game loss. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm like, sweet. So I'm like, I only have to have one of, I only have to win one of these bitches. Sweet. So we sit down, play game two, no boards, and I get fucking pushed in. And uh, and then game two or game three, I guess. Um, she mulls to six. Land, land, Lord, Lord, uh, spreading seas, image. Ugh. So I'm like, all right. So I'm like, turn one, because I'm on the play, and I'm like, turn one Inquisition, and I'm like, all right, take this, you know take this two casting cost Lord and, and then she plays a land or whatever, an Island and I untap and I cast my second inquisition and take the other Lord, which I think was a, uh, the Rajiri. And then I untap and play a Tarmogoyf at which point she plays the image on the Tarmogoyf, which I then cast the Maelstrom pulse in my hand on. And from there it was pretty much academic. Uh, so I was able to get out of that, which was pretty fortunate. Uh, there was one other Merfolk deck there that was Rug that was kind of reaching in. Uh, and then, so I was trying to survey the room and try to figure out if I was able to dodge it. And I'm like, oh, there's no way. I'm, I, I shouldn't have to play this. So sure enough, I sit down and I sit down against uh, against um, Steven in round three. So let me just quickly take a look at my emails here because Steven actually sent me an email. And this is actually really good because I have Steven Liao. Yeah, there, there he is. So he and I sit down, and he's playing Black Red Burn. And he's a really big fan of the show, so he's totally listening to this right now. Um, so, hi, Steven. How you doing? Um, we sit down to play games. Uh, I win. He wins game one pretty handily, because it's Burn, and I don't do so well. Um, and <laughs> Which is, should be no surprise to anybody ever, anywhere. Um Burn does a lot of damage. Yeah. So as I look at it, I had him down to 10, and I was at zero. Uh, game two, uh, we sit down, and he cast he cast Ensnaring Bridge with no hand uh, as I'm beating him down uh, with Lingering Souls tokens and stuff, and I have the Maelstrom Pulse for it. And I resolve my sword of war or my sword of light and shadow. Surprises catches him completely off guard. I end up getting a hit in, and then after that, he peels a Rakdos Charm for it. But I end up winning game two. Uh, game three, we're sitting down and it's grindy as hell. I'm at like seven. He's at five. Um, and so what happens is, is, and this, ladies and gentlemen, is Mr. Scotty Mac's scumbag story. Yeah, yes. So here's what happens. Um, we're playing and uh, I'm saving a bolt, sandbagging, I'm bashing into spirits and all that sort of jazz. And I know that he's playing uh, Searing Blazes because he's been like lighting me up all night with him. Uh, so he ends up casting Searing Blaze on my spirit, and so I bolted in response. Totally assuming that because Searing Blaze, you know, has, you know, multiple modes and all of that sort of stuff. Like, I know he can't cast Searing Blaze without a creature on the table. And so when I cast Cryptic Command, for example, and I'm like, tap all your guys, bounce a permanent. If that permanent is no longer there, the rest of the spells countered, right? So I'm like, well, I'll bolt my guy in response, and I'll, like, dodge the three damage. So I bolt it. And he's like, and I'm like, yeah, so, like, the it doesn't have that second target, so it's dead. You know, like, 100% believing where I was at. Like, this is what I thought was right. And uh, so he's, so we talk about it for a second. He's like, yeah, okay, I think you're right. And then there's other people around, like, well, I'm not so sure. And so I just call over the judge. I'm like, judge! Because he's, like, blowing by anyway. And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I'm pretty sure I'm right. So, you know, it's not a big deal. And he's pretty much in agreement that I'm right. So I don't think this is going to be an issue. And he comes over, and I'm like, hey. So uh, here's what happened. I just take control, right? I'm just like, I'm going to use my powers of influence here. 
And I go, hey, so here's what happens. I got a guy, I'm attacking, he casts Searing Blaze, and I bolted in response. I'm not losing any life, right? And he goes, yep, that's right. I'm like, great. So cards get moved to the graveyard, we carry on, we move through a couple phases. Two, two, three turns later, somebody else is like, no, that's definitely not right. That that was totally a misplay. Like, you should have taken the three there, and so on and so forth. And as we find out, like, after and as I'm dealing lethal to Steven in game three and him sitting with burn in his hand, uh, which would have totally killed me if I had three less life. Um, we realized that what happened and I'm like, oh, my God, I feel terrible. Like, you know, everyone's like, oh, well, you know, you can't go back and change it. So I totally got away with like this, like the worst and sketchiest oh. take control judge call <laughs> in my favor <laughs> ever. Well, that's so awesome. It's so bad, right? So I end up, so I end up pulling, pulling that one out. I'm like, okay, well, you know, and I'm watching him throughout the course. Cause like it was, and honestly, the games were amazing. Like Steven's such a good guy, like really cool and gave me a really good run for our, for the money. And we played some good games. There's a lot of, you know, cerebral back and forth and, and I really enjoyed it. And I really hope that we end up playing again in the GP. Like he's already got two or three buys anyway, also off rating. So like, I'm totally going to see him in the first few brackets for sure. Cause like karma you know, I earned it. <laughs> so anyway, so that was my scumbag story. And, and as, a, as I'm following Steven along the way, he actually ends up getting, uh, he just misses the cut to top eight on breakers. Mm. So it was, it was really bad, but that's my scumbag story. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Steven. Are they, um, did they ever explain the ruling to you? Like why it, it... yeah, no, no, absolutely. Be- uh, so because there are two instances of the word target on searing blaze, uh, losing my guy doesn't work. Because he's already been targeted, and the second the second target is still me, so yeah, it, like yeah, it's because targets there. are checked upon cast and resolution, I believe. Yeah. So anyway, so anyway, so that's that's what ended up happening. Um, and sure enough, so I'm like watching this match against um, I'm watching this Merfolk guy because I'm like really concerned about my Merfolk matchup. And so I sit down against Richard. He's in round four, and of course he's the other Merfolk guy. And I'm like, fuck my life, this is gonna be terrible. He just beat like blue white, like it's his job. He just beat fucking black white tokens. I'm just like, I'm in a lot of shit here. So he sits down, and I'm like, I'm really worried and freaking out. And so the splash for the extra colors gives him access to like lightning bolt and some decent cards, but it slows his deck down tremendously. Plus, the fact that he didn't see an ether vial in the first two games basically says you lose. So. Moved on around five. I sit down. I'm the I'm. There's three four O's going into round five. I'm one of them. There's two others, and I'm like, okay, sweet. So if I just like double draw here, I'm in top eight for sure. No problem, right? I just got to make sure that I get paired against one of the fours, and I got nothing to worry about. And I'm like, even if I lose, like I can still pr- probably draw the way that the brackets are shaping up. I can still draw last round and still get in. So I'm like, I'm feeling pretty good, right? Four O's sick. So I sit down against my opponent. And I'm like, hey, you know what? Like, I would love to offer you the draw. Like, I'm 4-0. I don't need to win here. Like, we can just move along. And he's like, actually, I, I think I really need to play. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, well, if I lose this match, I can still draw. It's fine. Whatever. Let's go. And sure enough, what's he playing? Fucking red deck wins. Like, again? Really? All these fucking burn decks in one spot? Oh, my God. <laughs> so, anyways. So, again, we go to three. Like, I make a couple really terrible fucking plays in the first game. I lose. Game two, game three. We get there. Um, game two, he draws one land, still has me at like seven, like five or six life by the time I'm, I kill him off one land. Like the deck's stupid. Um, yeah, yeah. Anyways. And, uh, and then game three was, uh, much better for me. I ended up finding sword and lighting him up and that was it. Or batter skull, I think. And that was it. So, um, 
So I, I got there. So I'm like, end of five rounds, I'm literally the only 5-0 because the other two 4-0s drew. And I'm like, I fucking own this bitch. I am like, <laughs> like, what's that? You don't want to draw? Fine. I will grind you into the dirt. Like, it was awesome. I was just invincible. Completely unstoppable. So I go in and I sit down against um, against my six-round opponent. He's one of the four O's from the previous round that was able to draw. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, what do you want to do? He's like, well, we can just draw. It's fine. You know, even if I lose, I'm still 4-1-1. So, like, we can play it if you want. But I don't think either one of us actually need to. So let's just, you know, draw. I'm like, sure, fine. Even with, with drawing, I'm guaranteed to have top berth anyways, the only 5-0-1. So I'm like, sweet, let's do that. So then we get into top eight, and I'm trying to, like, figure out what's going to happen in top eight. And there's been this one player all throughout the day who the only one that's been playing blue-white, which is the one matchup that I actually haven't tested all that well. Um, so I'm a little bit leery about it, uh, just because it, it's not omnipresent on Moto, right? So... I'm watching him play, and I'm like, oh, crap. So sure enough, and I've been giving him shit all fucking day. I'm like, don't take it personally. I think you're a pretty cool guy, but I just don't want to play against your fucking deck in top eight, so I hope you lose. And so sure enough, like, after giving him the gears all day, <laughs> right? after giving him the gears all day, he's like, finally, we sit down top eight, and who is it? Yep, sure enough, he squeaks into eighth place on breakers, and because I'm top seed, I get to sit down against this guy that I've been giving shit to all night. Like, this is going to be awesome. Oh, So, blue-white. Game one, we both mulled a five, which is really good for me and really not good for him. So he gets plays his planes, and I open up on, like, Black Cleave Cliff's uh, Inquisition, oh. opening up a hand of, like, all blue cards and Wall of Omens. I'm like, well, I guess I'll take this Wall of Omens. At which point in time, he proceeds to draw another card that's not a land. I proceed to land turn two, Dark Confidant, oh. and the rest is academic. Oh, grody, so, grody. <laughs> uh, game two, uh, we get into a situation where um, it's it's working out really well for me. I've got like all the removal, all the guys. Uh, the fucking sword is is like just dumb, and so I get into a situation where he attacks. And our I attack in, he casts a, a Restoration Angel or whatever before blocks. I He's got a rest in peace in, on the table. And so before blocks, uh, he casts a Restoration Angel, to which point I terminate it before he assigns it as a blocker. We both move the cards into the exile zone. We both go to change his life total. And he goes, oh, wait. And he holds the spell. He shows me the spell snare in his hand with his one <laughs> open mana. And he, like, slowly tries to, like, motion it as in if it's, like, pointing towards the Terminate that's already in my graveyard. I'm like, oh, you mean after we've already, like, resolved combat and exiled both the cards? <laughs> he goes, yeah. Yes, I, I do, in fact, mean that. <laughs> He's like, oh, and puts it back in his hand. And I <laughs> just win two turns after that. But I was just like, sorry, bud. Nope, too much on the line. Can't give it to you. Competitive REL, remember? You know? Yeah. So I felt a little bad that, you know, he he was really tilted. But um, I actually pulled out, I don't know if this is correct, but, like, I pulled my, I knew, I had a feeling, he mulled to six the second game, too. And I've been watching his play all throughout the tournament, and he was bringing in uh, um, rest in peace against all of the Jund decks. Because, mm -hmm. like, we're really hardcore into, like, Shamans and Tarmogoyfs and all that crap. So I just, like, next leveled him and took them out. Like, I sided my Tarmogoyce out game two. Hmm, hmm. Because, like, what, what good is a 0-1 fucking wall to be in that matchup? I'd oh, rather yeah, it's, have... a good thing, uh, it's a good thing John Medina's not here. Give me well, shit about that. And Sliding it's so funny, Dovers. Jay, because I seriously... <laughs> I, 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 I said Sliding that afterwards, and I was like, you know what? Jay'd be really proud of me right now. 
Jay, Jay would be proud of me right now. And sure enough, I, I thought about you when I sided out my yeah. out my goifs. That's right. You got a next level that motherfucker. He's like, oh, rest in peace. I'm going to get you so bad. And then he like keeps a shaky hand that's got like two mana and a rest in peace. And he's like, yeah, got my tragic slip for your turn one Del, bitch. Yeah. And then you're like, no, you don't. Yeah, I, that's exactly what happened. So I was really pleased. I'm like, sweet, I'll just bring in like these Olivias, which are absurdly good in this matchup anyway. Yeah. So so it made me really happy. I was I was pretty pleased. So excellent. Uh, you were there with me in spirit. And then uh, I sit down against uh, like, and then the, the, the craziest matchup of the entire night is absolutely my top four. Um, I'm playing against a huge fan of the show, like even bigger than anyone I've seen. Like Joshua Lemish, like Joshua Lemish big. And it's, it's, his name's Tony. So it's, fat. it's Tony Cameron. No, he, anyway, so Tony Cameron. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Was, uh, was, was there and he's a big fan of the show. So shout out to Tony. Um, and so he was, of course, the only undefeated burn deck on the day. Fucking, what is it with me, like, beating wow. fucking Mono Red? I know, and it's like Jund. It's like the, one of my worst matchups, right? So game one, he kills me. He's at 17. Game two, I end up getting him. Uh, I get him. I'm at five. Game three is, like, one of the most crazy back-and-forth ordeals that I've had played in a long, long time. And I end up getting, like, Liliana going, so he's basically on top deck. I find the sword, and I'm in this situation where he's at 11, and so I absolutely have to um, have to try to kill him. I'm at f uh, 5. Let me just double-check this. I was at 5. So I was at 2 on my turn, attack with a Bloodbraid Elf with the sword on it, um, which gains me 3 life. So I'm back up at five by the end of my turn. So I go, okay, so I've got a fetch land and I've got and I've got enough to like animate Raging Ravine, but then I'm like short one land. So I I have Liliana at seven, which is threatening to like ultimate half his board, but like he's got nothing but lands and one fucking card and I'm like dead. So I'm like, all right, well I I don't want to give him any more draw steps. Like I need to just try to end this here. I start surveying the board and I'm figuring, okay, I got this. So my final turn consists of like, all right. So I'm like, I'll play this stomping ground in my hand for two. And he has no cards in his hand at this point. He's like, ah, oh! because he like sees it on board, right? So I play the stomping ground untapped, animate my Raging Ravine, leaving up just a uh, um, uh, Verdict Catacombs. So I, so, and, and I'm about, so I animate the Raging Ravine, and I'm about to crack the fetch, because I figure if I just get a swamp, this Deathrite Shaman that's on the table, between my, my Blood Braided, my Sorted Blood Braid, the Raging Ravine, and Deathrite Shaman, I can get there. So I animate the, the Raging Ravine. I'm about, to, I'm about to crack the fetch and look for a swamp to put into play to win the game. And I look down at the board, and I realize my swamp's already on the table. So the <laughs> only way for me to do it is to get a, a shock land, and I don't have enough life to do it. So I, like, stop myself just before cracking it, before the attack. I'm like, wait. I'm like, attack step? And I go in, get in with the guys, leave them at two, gain the three life, find the fucking shock land, drop it on the table, death right in for two and win the game. But I was just like, oh my god, I almost fucking blew that so bad. So it was really sick. So I was I was really pleased. It was it was it got there. And then my finals opponent was playing Storm, and he's like, Do you need the buys? I'm like, I re I looked at him and I'm like, I'm only here for the buys. <laughs> Like, I stared him right in the face. I'm like, I'm only here for the buys. He's like, so you only want the buys. I'm like, I'm only, once again, I am only here for the buys. <laughs> only here for the buys. Hello, he goes, the he buys. Goes, so he looks at me and he goes, all right, you got it. And shook my hand, scooped me in, and I won. So I won the buys. Nice. 
And so that was, uh, yeah, and that, that was my was my trip. That was that was my time. And I, like, fucking freaked out. And I was like, I did it! And that was my, uh, my awesome GPT. It was so wicked. <laughs> but, like, think about it. Think about that. I beat fucking, like, three burn decks, two merfolk decks, <laughs> and one storm deck, and a blue-white deck. With my Jun deck. Anyways. I'm invincible! Thankfully, there was no Tron that ended up in my way. Um, but, like, I had tech for mirrors, too, so I was okay there. Like, I was confident in basically all of my matchups. Like, I had millions of hate, tons of hate for Storm Infinity. I felt like I had enough for Tron, but it's still a rough matchup for me. Um, mirrors would have been fine, but, like, I ended up with all these random fucking burn-my-face decks. And it was really stressful. But I have three buys, so I have, like, three whole rounds to worry about it. <laughs> And Tron seems like, like I said, Tron seems like a good choice if uh, John keeps being uh, quite popular. Tom Martell was on the stream last night, okay. and uh, and that's Modern Mastery stream at twitch.tv slash legitmtg on Monday nights or Wednesday nights rather at nine. Anyway, so we had like over three hundred thirty-five viewers last night. That was insane. We never have that many, and it's all Tom's fault. So we think. <laughs> But we were talking about that in particular, how for this event, for GP Toronto, like Tron may just be the right deck. Because oh, there's, God. there's a lot of, there's a lot of Jund. Um, so long as you can, you know, deal with your Storm matchup, uh, you're probably looking pretty good for this tournament. What happened to all the combo decks? Like what? Um, the, the, the one that I hate the most? Eggs? <laughs> Eggs is around, but I mean, like, not a lot of people play it. Uh, and the problem is, um, like, they're pretty rough to infect. Okay. And, you know, that was... So, it's interesting because a lot of the decks are all kind of at odds with each other in terms of, I don't know what's actually going to show up. But, like, Soul Sisters is really good against a lot of the decks that are out there because they just get out of reach. Um, except infect, like, pushes it, you know, into Tier 2 because... Infect it just like dummies that deck. Um, Infect generally is pretty good against most of the combo decks because it just does, you know, they're not interactive with them at all and it just gives them free reign to turn two or three of them. Um, Infect can be a rough matchup for Tron as well. So it's really interesting to see what happens, right? I mean, the, the problem is, is that the Lingering Souls version of Jund is extremely good against Infect. Hmm. Extremely good. Um, it's much better against Affinity post-board than it ever has been. Uh, it's got a bit of a better shot pre-board as well. Like, Lingering Souls gives you a little bit of time. So if you can get a good draw, it, it's pretty good. But, like, and, and so Affinity is, is an interesting, you know, a, an interesting course in the race too. But, I mean, Tron is just going over the top and doing a lot of things. So if you can kind of, like, address a bunch of these matchups with your Tron sideboard and stuff, then you may be fine. Fuck. <laughs> what were you planning on playing? I swore GP? I would never play it again. What were you planning on playing? Blue White? Like, the more I think about it, the more I want to play Tron. Um, or Spirit Jun, because, you know, everyone who's played it thinks it's a high nut, so. My my list is pretty good right now. In the sideboard and the strategy, everything, like, it's it's pretty good. Nina will tell you. She So she asked me, she's like, what what should I be playing? She watched my stream. And she, she watched the Messenger Gen list, and she was just like, this is exactly what I want to be doing. 
So you just tell me, like, you've been doing all the testing. You just tell me what list is good. I'll grind it infinite so that I can get used to the format, and I'll fucking come and play the play in the GP. So she's going to be there. So she's on my list that I won the GPT with. Um, I've now since gone back to Rule of Law over Gun Charm, and uh, I'm, I'm pretty pleased with it because the eggs match was terrible if you're just relying on targeted graveyard removal like Rakdos Charms and Jun Charms because the ley line just totally puts you out of business. So Rule of Law gives you another out. So I'm I'm definitely back to that in my in my sideboard. But um, it's the deck's really good, KYT. It's really good. The only other one that I might play is uh, is like Rug Scapeship's really good right now too. The problem is you just have to find a way to get through all the aggressive decks, but like all the mid-range decks, it just fucking crushes them terribly. Yeah, I, I just read like uh, your your latest Twitter post not too long ago, how Spirit Gen doesn't stand a chance against oh, Red Green Scapeshift. Oh, and that's Red Green Scapeshift. Like that's like almost traditional Valakit, but you know more like the what P Sam's was playing back in that uh, extended GT. So it's almost like a stock list that I got from him. I put together, and I fucking can't beat it, even post boarded. Like that deck is retarded. Because they just like get to six lands, <laughs> pull fucking scapeshift and kill you. Like you're just done. Um, or they cast prime time and kill you, and you're done. Like it's just so bad. So like unless you're playing slaughter games or sowing salt, like it's just not even. And then if they're a smart player, sowing salt doesn't do shit because they're just dropping it all down the same turn to kill you. It's just bad. Just bad all around. So yeah, it's it's rough. I don't know. You know what? I have a half a mind seriously to just like you know what? I'm just gonna play three Leyland and Sanctity in my sideboard. Because I can cast that card now, and I'll just mull to it, and then you suck. <laughs> I'm not actually going to do that, but some days I want to. So, But yeah, the Rug Scapeshift version is really good, because like, it's it's basically the control deck. It's got some ramp, and, and you can go off. It's it's pretty sweet. But like, what, like, are you, do you know, do you have any idea what you're actually playing? Like, or are you literally just still way up in the air until the last minute? Uh, I'm not waiting for the last minute. I just haven't had the time to to play a single game, so that's mm. that's been the issue. But uh, Red Green Tron is going to be the one that I'm going to be because uh, I already have it mostly built because I played it. Uh, when was this? Was this the summer during that season and during that GP? So I already yeah. have that built on Moto. So I'm going to at least get used to the format first, and then then I'll decide. Okay. And anytime you want to grind that matchup on Moto, I could fucking use to grind that matchup. So we can play that anytime you want to play it. Sounds good to me. Yep. That would make me happy too. But yeah, it's it's good. Honestly, you know what? GP Toronto is going to be ridiculous. Like, so we we finally put up the details and announced the party this week. Yeah. And we kind of hinted at it last week. But, you know, for those of you that haven't actually been paying attention to manadeprived.com, which I assume is probably none of you, um, <laughs> you would know that we've put up the Grand Prix Toronto Party announcement. Um, it will be actually at the on the Saturday night, December 8th, of the GP. Uh, it will, doors open to us at 9 o'clock. Um, it's at the St. Louis Bar and Grill, which is right across the street from the Radisson, which is immediately beside the GP venue. <laughs> okay. Uh, we have karaoke. Which seems to be, you know, a, a, a well liked activity in our community. So that's going to be absurd. Opa Gundam style, man. Opa Gundam style. <laughs> I'm requesting that from you. <laughs> yeah, I've been practicing. How do you do like, that at karaoke? Oh, I've been man. practicing like crazy. It's brutality. Be brutality. <laughs> it would be brutal if I weren't actually okay at karaoke. Yeah, Scott's pretty good. 
so it's okay. Whoa, whoa. You know you're talking to you? I know how good Scott is, and I'm also pretty good. Jay, Jay is really good as well. I'm just saying, yeah. open gung. Like, I mean, you're going to sing in Korean? You're just going to Korea that shit yeah. right up there? I'm, like, I mean, to- I'm, I'm totally That's Korean. I'm, saying. Yeah. I'm doing it. <laughs> but uh, there's going to be a ton of people there, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So, you know, uh, capacity is only 250, so, you know, come and go as you please. Um, if any of you are day two, it'd still be nice to, you know, have you stop in, have a drink, and, and get some food. Mo- and some then food, get the fuck out. <laughs> and then get out so the rest of, it, the, rest of the, the people that are not day two in can, you know, commiserate together and drink their faces off. Um, but, yeah, so it's it's going to be crazy, crazy, crazy. So make sure you come and uh, and have a good time. So far, confirmed, we've got uh, Colney Woods is coming for sure. He'll be there to show up. Uh, Raptor's going to show up. Paulo's going to show up, provided his uh, visa's good. If he's there, he'll be at our party. Uh, like, Haynes going to be there. All of us are going to, like, Durfinian's going to be there. KYT, myself. Jay would be here. He would be here in spirit. Yeah. Um, there's going to be a booze cube, as from what I understand, people are bringing that, so that'll be a thing. Chris Lansdale's going to be there, um, <laughs> and uh, I heard LSV may stop by. You know, stop um, so if he's not feeling like a bag of shit, then he may show up. And God knows, like I talked to Kibler, he knows it's going down. So like it's going to be, it's going to be a good time, guys. So come on and do it. It's going to be ridiculous. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be. Really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Super, super excited. And uh, the official hashtag will be, for that weekend, will be GPMD. <laughs> uh, all of the people were so apt to take, you know, GP Hoth when they were at that cold GP in the in the summer. And, you know, GP Moles Isley, you know, with the one where everyone's cards got stolen. So, like, we're just like, fucking, nope, you're in our house. You'll use our tag. And it's GPMD all day. <laughs> So we've, I've put invites out to the coverage team as well. So hopefully you'll see if you aren't able to actually make it, uh, there will be some pictures and stuff that'll be going on. Uh, and rumor may have it that, uh, I may be doing a, uh, a, a foreign remote correspondent bit for one of the, uh, ah. more prominent, uh, news shows <laughs> at that event. So that could be pretty exciting too, but it's gonna be awesome. It's just so awesome. There's so much awesome it can't possibly be contained in one segment or one article. <laughs> you just have to come and see it for yourself. So, all the awesome. Um, and and John's not here, but uh, John and I are making some some arrangements that I, I'm pretty sure he's coming to this event. He's like over seventy percent sure that he's coming to this event. So you'll have three of the four of us in this event. Jay, you really should have just come. Makes me sad that you're not coming. I wish I could. I wish I could. For those of you that don't know why I can't go, I can't go because... He's getting fucking married, man. I'm getting married. And I was getting married in, like, February of, um... I was getting married in, like, February of, of 2013, but now I'm getting married in, like, August. So... The no monies. <laughs> Boo. I have no fraud monies. You could send me fraud monies, though. If you guys want it. GP Calgary it is. Yeah, yeah. You guys gotta come to that. You can't not go to that shit. Oh, man, I would murder you. (laughs) I would actually just... I'll murder you. What's the format? Murder you dead. What's the format? (laughs) Do we know? 
Do we know what the format is? Uh, I think it's sealed or something, somebody said. Ugh. Really? <laughs> it's gotta be modern, man. I can't, no, just constructed. Just constructed. Just constructed. I, I, I'll just take it for constructed. That'd be fine. But if it's not constructed, then that's gonna be a problem for me. Let's make that. Man, I keep getting these fucking uh, people that are excited about Anti-League, man. Yeah, mm, that's what I'm talking about. You better pay me money. You better send me some money for that shit. Making bank. Scoring hits. Oh! <laughs> Click ads and shit going crazy. Oh, shit! Calgary's standard. All of a sudden, people are buying random three-packs and 25 basic land from Fasafas. That's right. I want to cut. We, we, we should sell they should sell that as a combo and see how yeah. it's like. <laughs> yeah, that's what Phoenix does. Phoenix has the combo. They, they know what's up. They know so, what's up. Here's the thing. So, Calgary is actually a standard GP, which is almost right after uh, 2014 launches. Really? (laughs) Because on that same weekend, the first Magic 2014 sealed booster draft uh, limited is happening in Italy. The same weekend. Oh, yeah, because Jeff Foster can't come to, uh, probably won't come to GP Calgary because he told his dude bro that... He was going to go to Italia. Yeah. Hmm. Very interesting. So it's it's standard? Yeah. That sucks. No, it's awesome. Oh. Cuz I wouldn't awesome. I I certainly would not go. Somebody it... break the format. Figure out Cobblade, just and I'll play it. Run <laughs> down. Do it. So, lots happening in the Magic uh, community lately, I guess. Do we even want to touch this? I mean, we were kind of asked to talk about this. Yeah. Yeah. We, we were so good. We were having so much fun, and now uh, we just got to ruin it. Well, we can talk about something else. Talk about something else is fun. Your turn. KYT, what have you been doing lately? Absolutely fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> but reading and editing reading. shitty articles that Whoa. up. And so... That's what I've had to do. <laughs> it's been a busy week, but uh, like like I said, I'm really looking forward to finally play some serious modern, or else I'm fucked uh, by the GP. So, and um, just thinking back, like, I can't believe I actually like I'm day twoed three GPs in a row and just like shat the bed each time. <laughs> and, uh, it's likely going to happen again. <laughs> oh, especially if we have anything to say or do about it. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Day two and OX the second day. Sounds like KYT. <laughs> Should call that the KYT special. <laughs> That's a good idea. When you day two and then OX. <laughs> nice. Like, a, a fourth day two in a row. I would be really proud of myself if I could do that because, uh, Day twoing isn't um, well with three buys. It really, it certainly does help. But uh, going four in a row, I would like really be proud of myself. So that's that's the goal. And then once I get there, the goal is to finally cash, or at least top four, so I can queue for my hometown pro tour. Yeah, even BZ has cashed the GP. Like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's better than me, and he's had a, a string of caches. And the only reason he said that he's not going to Toronto is because he didn't cash his last, uh, like his last two events, maybe or his last event. So, so like, in order to cash a Grand Prix, you have to top sixty-four. 
Yes, I believe. Yeah, no, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Yeah, 33, top 32 is, so, well, 3,500 for first, 2,300 for second, 1,500 for top four, 1,000 bucks for top eight, uh, top 12 is 600 bucks, um, like 9 to 12. This bottom half of top 16, which is 13 to 16, is 500 bucks. The rest down to top 32 is 400 bucks, and the rest down to 64 is 200 bucks. Hmm. So, interesting. Yep, there. Interesting. How many people do we predict for this event? What do you think? At GB Toronto? Yeah. Like over a thousand. Yeah, that's where I would put it at. That's awesome. I think it'll be over a thousand. There's no reason for it not to be, I don't think. At the fucking bar. No. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yep. So uh we actually have to Jay, there's there's we have to make some arrangements, but uh KYT and, and John are gonna have a I told Tony we'd we'd get him to, to sign some 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 mountains. He's got like four unhinged foil fucking awesome art mountains. And he'd like us all to sign one so that he can you know Whoa. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. hot. So I signed mine after after our match. That's not my reaction. My reaction is like, wow, I feel kind of dirty signing. <laughs> it's it's a really nice, nice. Just draw a, a dick nice on it. Just draw. Well, I expect you to draw a dick on it. Really? I expect I expect Jay to draw a dick on. It. Like it's almost. Okay. A, I'm just gonna color it in. I'm not gonna draw a dick. <laughs> I'm just gonna make it a black card. <laughs> oh my god! He's like, no. But no, I'm. Uh, I'm, it's I'm like, oh, look! You can't even tell it's foil anymore. Yeah. I'm. I'm certainly interested in the uh, promote uh, the promo Lotus Cobras too. So if uh, you guys want to come and, you know, I, I will exchange Lotus Cobras for shoutouts. Just saying, <laughs> that'd be sick. I oh man, foil. are we exchanging things for shoutouts? Holy fuck! I'll exchange a lot of things for shoutouts. <laughs> Anyways, I like it. it's pretty hot. And I could find a deck to play Lotus Cobra in because it's pretty good. I mean, that's a lot of mana ramp between like Lotus Cobra and Deathrite Shaman. You get to use the lands on the way yeah. in and the way out. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, man. So, Mythic making a comeback. <laughs> no. 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 I wish that was a good deck. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, it was. You did really well with it. Noble Hierarchs are like fucking $25 right oh, now. Oh, man. I hope they come back. That would be a sick reprint. If they came back, like Modern Masters would be a really good set to reprint them at Rare. That would be really good. Yeah. Reprint Bob, too. That would be fine. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Make me very happy. Yeah, so KYT, are you doing the Vegas one or what? I am basically, uh, I think I, that's one of the few that I'm really, really excited about. Uh, on the GP schedule that I uh, really want to get to. Yeah. There's Calgary. There's Vegas. Um, and I don't. I'm not sure about the other ones. There's uh, Rhode Island that I could that I could make. That's a team seal, Rhode I believe. Island. So, Rhode Providence. Island. Holy God. But Vegas, I'm I'm definitely really excited because you know that that place is one of my favorite places in the world, as you guys know. So are are we in the are are you staying in the the heavy meta house too or what? Um, probably if we can nice. set up. I nice. got vetoed on that. Ugh. What? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm not allowed to stay there. Why? Why? Because the because I'm I'm going down with my then wife, and she's like, no. 
we're not going to Vegas, and then you could go and hang out with all the dudes. Hold on, hold on, and hold on. And then I just sit in a hotel so, room. So you're going to this event? To GB Vegas? Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. That's oh, so I awesome. thought that was established. No, no it wasn't. It was not. Yeah, because remember Ben Clinton no. was on his fucking Twitter all, and he was like, he was like, so I went to go ask my wife, and I was like, so there's a, and she was like, nope. And then everybody else was like, oh, so I went and go ask my wife. And she was like, maybe. She was like, yeah. She was like, yeah. And then I was like, so I went to go ask my wife. And I was like, hey, there's a thing. And she's like, yep. Nice. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. This is why I'm marrying so I'm, I'm you. actually actually not sure if I'm going to stay at the house. Because there's, uh, there's a non-zero chance that Catherine, Catherine might come. So. Oh, Catherine? Okay. <laughs> See, this is what we got to do. We got to get a bro house and we got to get a chick house. <laughs> oh man! Even if they, what if they were next to each other? That'd be sick. Oh shit! That would be like that would be like that would be like sister wives. That would be like some some funky shit. Shit! Let's do it. Somebody work on that. Then all the dude bros could get totally wasted, and then all the chicks could. So do here's, a, here's what we should do: is if you and Megan are going, and KYT and Catherine are coming, <laughs> then maybe I just convince Atlanta to go. Yeah. And then we all get a house. That'd be tight, too. Yeah, yeah, that would be tight. Yeah, food for thought. I, I think Matthew Matthew is like, bah! And fuck you guys, <laughs> oh, it was my idea! Oh, too bad, Maddie. we're not coming to your shitty <laughs> bro house. At least you love us. I have to figure out... Just wait, in time, they will become Sean Pawilly G. My Lansdells. Oh, just wait. <laughs> just wait. Oh, God. But yeah, we have to. I got to figure out if if Elena can come or not. We'll figure that out as the year progresses. When's your wedding? Oh, um, August long weekend. Oh, okay. Like uh, September long weekend, like whatever that is. Labor Day. Labor, Labor Day? Day. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's my, so it's my whatever you got planned, you don't got planned anymore. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> You're coming to Jay's. Wedding. If you guys don't come, it's friends off forever, and it I might know. even be friends murdered. I know. <laughs> I know. So, That's fine. Just FYI. That's fine. It's not a problem. We'll be there. <laughs> do you have any idea where we don't? Where is it going to be? Right. It's, it's going to be in Kamloops. 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 Okay, we'll be there. Yeah, it's a short flight away. Kyt. Don't you worry. And there's lots of Asians there, so you won't even get murdered. I just know that place is like, they had a good hockey team. They have a good hockey team. <laughs> That's right. And it's beautiful there. It's fucking amazing. It's the be most beautiful place on earth. It's nice. It's great. And then we have a private beach. We'll be chilling on the beach. <laughs> Friends off. <laughs> it's got sand like Hawaii. Oh, man. All right. Friends off, KYT. If you don't come, friends off. <laughs> Ever. Friends off forever. Do you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> so, can I just say that I'm really proud of face-to-face -face games and what they're doing for Grand Prix Toronto? Yeah. yeah. Can I say this? I'm sure, I'm sure they'd appreciate me saying it, but I, I gotta say it. So, if you go by Friday or Saturday morning to the booth, you can get a promo kit. Okay, they're also selling new Canadian playmats. Now I'm going to get into the playmats in a minute because those are 
amazing. Pretty funky. They're so good. Uh, so the promo kit is a pen, a face-to-face games pen, a face-to-face games life pad, one GP Toronto exclusive Canada token, and a discount code flyer for 5% off your next order. The token actually looks pretty cool. The uh, large, barrel-chested, huge Superman guy is uh, definitely smuggling some gym socks. <laughs> definitely, definitely not KYT in the top. Uh, that's that's definitely the not me. <laughs> but uh, it's KYT pretty cool. The bottom, KYT that will 100% be my Batterskull token all day. All day. And uh, what also is amazing is they have a Canada flag playmat available. It's pretty badass. Sold at the booth during the Grand Prix. Um, it literally is a really big Canadian flag. It's got the Meta Deprived logo in the bottom left in white on red. Uh, they've got the Face Face Games new logo, which looks a lot better, by the way, um, on the right in white on red. And just a big fucking Canada flag. This thing looks amazing. Like, I cannot wait to get my hands on one of these things. It is going to be so good. Yeah, I think they're actually... Um going to sell out really fast because yeah. it's, it's you are going to fucking very, make sure that there very is one limited pair with my name on I know, it or I will so. kill you <laughs> yeah uh, there will be one with my name on it at that event or you will die well I, sh- I, 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 I emailed them to, to shotgun something Fine. so good 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 yeah Where's those, those are amazing fuck sakes I still have it man Oh my God, friends! Off. I'm, wearing, I'm wearing it right now. Oh, if I get a, if I get that hoodie and it smells oniony, I will fucking kill you. <laughs> well, with this playmat, I don't think I would play with anything else. Uh, Ever. This is actually the the high nut. Agree. Yeah, not close. Like it's so good. It's so good. Anyways, I I can't wait to get my hands on one. I may actually just buy a couple. Like it. Oh God, they're. Very, very happy. And, uh, yeah, we should, uh, you know. So, do you have toques that uh, are bigger than a yarmulke yet? (laughs) Not in yet, but uh, hopefully they will be there. And uh, those are going to be as limited as the playmats, and I expect those to go really fast as well. Are you guys trying to Commander Arsenal your toques? What's going on here? Commander Arsenal? Oh, (laughs) limited, right? We're not, like, overcharged. Oh, we're going to, like, make this product that literally everybody wants that I know. I'm going to make five of them. (laughs) (laughs) There's only one Canadian playmat. Then I'm going to jack the price up. (laughs) Bid. Start bidding, fuckers. Yeah, start bidding on that shit. (laughs) Scott's like, 51, 52, 52. (laughs) 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 But yeah, it's uh, it's pretty sweet. I've been very excited. Um, I uh, I got this... uh, the, the newsletter today, and I was just like, "Oh my god, this shit's unreal!" So well, they finally redesigned their their very aged website. Yep, <laughs> they're still as, so I'm very yeah. happy with that. As aged as it was, it still looks better than like a lot of the other websites, even the big ones. You were happy to use it. That that's good to know. Yeah, happy to spend your store credit there. <laughs> yeah, hey, I, I spent money there once. <laughs> I spent a fair share of it. Mis- I think mistakenly, you're just <laughs> like, oh. it was that time where you're like, fuck, KYT canceled the order. <laughs> no. No. That, no. Come on. It's funny, though. Then, like, the second time the screw-up happened, I, I wanted one sword, not two, 
Can you well, make fuck. sure to send me one? What kind of website is it where you're like, yeah, okay, I'll order one of these, and then it's like, oh, six? <laughs> yeah, no, not six, just one. And then I got to get KYT to fix all my shit. But uh, yeah. they are, they're definitely... Uh, they have the best customer service in the industry, like bar none. They're cheesy. And they have yep. me. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of nice to have people on the inside. You can just, like, reach out to be like, hey, make sure this goes right, okay? It's <laughs> pretty sweet. Call up Sal. Scott's like, look. <laughs> Get it done right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't call Sal. It's not Sal. <laughs> I guess well, yeah, it, it's often Peter, right? <laughs> yeah. Really happy for them and uh, really looking forward to... Uh, their continual growth. Yep, I agree. Um, so, uh, God, we keep skirting the subject. So, okay, Star City Games, there was this huge uh, kerfuffle um, in the community because uh, there was an event in Seattle. Was it Seattle? I have no idea. I'm just trying to get to... This. Yeah, it was, because it was SCGSCA. Right. So the Legacy Open, SCG SCA, uh, Legacy Open, uh, was won by Feline Longmore, who is a, uh, a transgendered female who won the uh, won the event with High Tide. And she played great, fucking smoked everybody all weekend, and uh, good for her. Some ignorant prick decided he was going to... <laughs> Uh, many ignorant pricks, I guess, decided they were going to blast her on, you know, on Twitter, on, in Twitch chat and all that sort of stuff. Um, truthfully, I just, I'm shocked and, and appalled that the community who was raised on Dungeons and Dragons and other role-playing games who have been, you know, involved, most of our community members have been involved in things like LARP, for God's sakes. I mean, like... You have been pretending to be other people and dressing up in, you know, costumes forever, and you're shocked that... Anyways, I just think it's ridiculous. People just need to fucking settle in and accept people for who they are, and if you don't like it, shut up. Nobody cares. I mean, my big thing, too, is just, like... Like, I can't believe this is still something that's going on, and, like, oh, my God, it's just so tiring. And then everybody needs to, like, stand up and just just be, like, as white nighty as they can about it, which I'm, like, I'm not saying, like, silence and don't protest against it, but, like, just being, like, a belligerent fuck, like, because, <laughs> wow. like, to, to that guy, because he's a belligerent fuck, doesn't make it any better, like... Yeah. I I just can't believe it. Like, that happens all the time in the magic community. It's like, oh, you're a troll, so we can say whatever we want to you, and we can be just as terrible as you are to you because, you know, you're, you said something like, fuck you or something. It's like, that isn't how it should go, and that's not how it works. And, like, it just makes you look like a fucking idiot, and then I hate you, and I just can't deal with this shit. Like, I just, it's terrible. It's just fucking terrible. And, uh, and, like, my other thing, too, is I'm just, like, I don't know. I'm really tired of it. Just, like, tell that guy to shut up, block him, and then get over it. Like, just, like, stop giving him his 15 minutes of fame. You don't think that guy, like, is what? He's trying to convince you that transgendered people are whatever his insults were? Like, 
he's not trying to have a debate here, people. He's just trying to get a reaction out of you. Yeah. So just tell we him all to remember, shut the fuck up and then walk away. Like We all remember the Finkel article, right? What's that? We all remember the Finkel article, right? Yeah, like, oh my god. Right? And she totally wow, just, and like, she totally just, about that. That she totally crazy. just wrote <laughs> yeah. that article so that she would get yelled at. And I mean, she'd hit, get the hits and she'd get paid and that's what it was. The fuck do you think this is any different? Yeah, like, who cares? And then, the other thing is, like, if you don't want people like that to be part of the community, then like, don't include them in the community. Like, it's pretty easy. It's like, you, you go off by allowing them to them. tweet at you, you're including them in the community. Yeah. If if the 20,000 followers Mike Flores had blocked that guy, like, you know. They, they, they never block him. They just yeah. <laughs> say, this guy's fucking awful. Like, we don't, we don't live in a world where everyone's going to be okay with everyone all the time. That's not how life works. Like, that's, not, that's just not how it works. So... Just get over it. And, uh, I mean, the other thing that I kind of wanted to bring up, because it was kind of related, is um, somebody else, I think it was the same Star City Games feed, maybe? Somebody said something like, black only black people play Yu-Gi-Oh! or something like that? Yeah, yeah which is, like, terribly ignorant. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's probably... whatever. It's terribly ignorant. I mean, the thing is, like, I really, really, really don't think that it's okay for Watsy to police Twitter. And I understand that has nothing to do with, like, freedom of speech because they're a private company, but I just think that's, like, the wrong approach for them to take. And I think that, uh, I don't think that, like, banning someone from a, from the DCI or from a, from a, a magic tournament based on what they say in a public forum, uh, should have anything to do with it. And I really don't agree with the official hashtag excuse because nobody, like, Nobody owns hashtags, and who decides which, what's an official hashtag or not? Like, because Evan Irwin said, by the way, the official hashtag is SCGSEA, that makes it that? Like, because, because we, we Twitter bombed, uh, the MTG hashtag so that marrying the game wouldn't use it. We like took it back and won a great victory. Like, Come on, you guys, get your fucking lives together. And then that also comes back to Scott's point of, like, this is what you're concerning your life with? Is official hashtags for MTG? That's what's important to you? Like, play your fucking child's game. Play your children's game and just leave everyone alone. And if someone calls you, like, a piece of shit or a racial slur or, like, a fucking, I don't know, what you call transgendered people... Like a freak, maybe I don't know, but like, <laughs> just tell them to fuck off, and then and then just just leave them alone. Like, what 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 are you gonna do? Like, beat them into submission, beat them into you know changing the word. Like, it's against the law to to have hate speech. Well, go and prosecute them. Then, like, there's nothing that you can do besides giving them a reaction. Like, just unify. Stop doing that shit. Stop giving them their fifteen minutes of fame. Yep. You should, fuck. like, just go fucking all Amish on them. Yeah. Shun them. I mean, shit, them, that's what people along. tell you to do with us when you don't, when they don't want to listen to us. So just, yeah, like, don't listen. <laughs> move on. Move the fuck on. Didn't they do that with, like, I wasn't uh, paying attention to the previous scenario, but didn't they do this before where they banned that guy who took pictures? Well, see, like, that's different. Like, I think, okay, so this is, this is how so, kind of the argument is going. So Dr. Okay. A Dr. Octopus, Dr. Eight Sides, was at uh, uh, a GP, 
and then he was taking pictures of people and then like tweeting jokes about them, which right. uh, which either were funny or weren't. I guess it depends on how sensitive you are about everything on the planet. Right. So. Um, so then they decided to ban him from the event, which I think is fair. Like, if you are at a Magic event, and then you're taking pictures of Magic players, and then tweeting jokes about them online, like, I think that's fair for the TO to ask you to leave, or that's bad for business, etc., whatever. But, like, um, the argument is that, like, people are saying, well, that's the same as... That's the same as um, when you use the official Star City Games hashtag, because that shows up on the live, you know, feed, right? Right, right, uh, right. Which I think is fucking ridiculous. Why <laughs> anybody moderating the live stream? Like, Star City Games is like, oh, man, we just make infinity dollars a year. And what we're going to do is not spend any of that on somebody who will just screen tweets for racism for, like, five minutes. Like, we'll just delay the tweets for, like, a minute, for one even minute. And just put a, an automatic internet filter on there for swears and racism, which, like, chat rooms in the 90s had. <laughs> <laughs> no, what we're going to do instead is we're going to have enthusiasm about Toast. And, you know, we're going to get, you know, wizards involved and tell them to ban this guy. And we're going to get everybody up in arms and cause this big kerfuffle just to, like... Ugh, it's just so ridiculous. Like, magic players just feed off drama. I'm I'm convinced of it. That's all it is. It's like, if there's not drama going on, then, you know, then it's like we realize we're playing a children's game and taking it really seriously. I agree. So. I agree completely, That's why I feel about that. Just leave the fucking people alone. Like, like, Nina is a transgendered person, and she said today, if you don't like me because I'm transgendered, I don't even care about that. I'm not going to go on some crusade to change your mind. I just want to beat you at magic cards. That's exactly the response you should have. Yep. Yep. She's got uh she's got the perspective of I will just leave you as a body on the floor and when I'm done with you you will crumble to dust and I don't care. That's awesome. So yeah, I totally agree. I just think it's it's disgusting. Guys, fucking put on your big girl panties or your big boy boxers and fucking <laughs> move along already. There are other things in life than teasing other people, and if that's all you have to make yourself happy, then go fucking jump off a bridge or find a new game. Anyways. There. The A-team has said its piece. That it. We just... uh, How is it that we are so intolerant of intolerance? Like, we just... Like, we've always been this way, right? We've always just said, like, if you're going to be, you know, intolerant and ignorant, then shut the fuck up and go die. Like, we've always been this way. There should be no surprise to anyone. That's why it's so shocking when people say that we're trolls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Anyways, yeah, so that's that. Those are two items all in one, and we just uh, killed them both pretty quick. That's pretty sick. Yeah. There you go, fan. <laughs> there you go, whoever asked that. Who did ask that? Do we have anything else that we need to address in our comments, KYT? Uh, not that I know of. I think we're I think we're okay this week, right? Except David Mantle raging on us. <laughs> he raged on us <laughs> for what? Oh, for making fun of him. Well, nobody like, knows. all right. Here's the thing: Have you ever gotten drunk with your buddy, and for some reason he gets it into his head to punch you in the arm? You laugh because it was funny for whatever reason, but he keeps punching you. 
this is what last week was like. I started hearing this shit from all over the place. So a little bit is funny, but when the shit is raining down on me and from fuck all people that I don't know. Yeah, like he told me on Twitter that he he was like, let's chill with the rape jokes. And I was like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. Like, that's all you had to say. That's I've always that's always been my stance. If you say, like, chill something out, I'll chill it out. I'm a cool modi. And uh, and then he's like, oh, OK, cool. And I was like, yeah, man, like, I totally get it. He's like, it's one thing if, you know, your your friends say, like, something about you. It's another thing if, like, just random people from, you know, that you've never heard of or you don't know say it to you. And I was like, yeah, no, absolutely. That's totally true. And if people, he's like, I don't even know half these people that are. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave. Oh, man, that's terrible. So. I said that's why last week when when Medina was making the rape jokes, I said I wouldn't participate. So just for the record, David Mantle, it was Medina. <laughs> he was making rape jokes, and he's not going to stop until you have like a heart to heart with him. And I know that because somebody recently had a heart to heart with him, and he stopped. But oh, you got to right, you got to right. black and white for that guy. You can't just say stop, call me a rapist. Like that's not you know strong enough for that guy apparently. Yeah. <laughs> To, like sit him down and like hit him in the head, just so you know. Till he stops moving. I think that's about it. Everything else is like uh, comments, uh, encouraging comments for Scott to take uh, to keep going and to keep improving. And you know, he won the GPD, so thanks to you guys. Yeah, that was really good. Boom! I was very happy. <laughs> Still very exciting for me. <sighs> now I just have to like not totally suck out, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Apparently I play pretty well when I'm not on stream. So I'm told. Mana base Luke was there at the uh at the event. And he was uh he basically looked at me and he said, Scotty, that was quite possibly he watched my game my top four matchup against uh, Tony. He looked at me afterwards. He says, Scotty, that is literally the best magic I've seen anybody play in the last month. He, says, he, was, he said that was amazing. Wait, who he said, said Mana Base said that? Yeah. Mana Base. Yeah. So, I haven't like, seen that guy in a year. I know. He'll be at the yeah, me neither. I haven't seen him since I was there. When was that? <laughs> He's like, that's, that's the best magic I've seen since have I've you, have come you back seen from that? the dead. <laughs> have you seen that guy's uh, Twitter picture? It's like a fucking glamour shot. <laughs> yeah. Uncle Luke looks just fucking ready to party. He's like hot toddy, man. He's like down with Maybe it. Maybe he changed careers, like picking up chicks, man. Oh man, because he he tweeted at me. He's like, long story. Yeah. Like, hmm. Yeah. What's going on, man? A boost. <laughs> used to be a dude bro of ours, and then you just fucking peace. Just, he, yeah, he disappeared. Okay, shout out time, I guess. Yep. Jay. Shout out. Um, shout out to KYT for putting my article up. Anti shout out to Medina for not being here. And also He's for jerky. not putting my article up, you piece of shit. And um, shout out to Adrian for helping me write it. Shout out to Brian for getting that shit off the ground. And Phoenix. Shout out to anyone who plays Anti League. Woo woo. Uh, shout out to Raptor. I had a great episode with you guys, or uh, with you last week. Um, I don't know. It's sick. What sick? No, so it was. It was so. Yeah, no, your your article's really good. Oh yeah, 
Um, really good. Yeah, I don't know. That's about it. That's all my shoutouts, I think. Okay, passing along. Oh, go ahead, KYT. I forgot. <laughs> Medina, it's so easy to do shoutouts when Medina's not just screaming in your ear about dumb shit. <laughs> so helpful. Um, shoutouts to you, Jay. Um, really good article. I knew it was going to be a hit, and uh, thank goodness that I, that I was right. And everyone's loving it, and everyone's uh, wanting to start their own anti-league. So, uh, shouts to Scott. Congratulations on the GPT. I'm going to have sir. to win yeah. one round to <laughs> to get into the three-round oh, back in I hope so, KYT uh, just loses his first whoa, round. Whoa. And then, whoa. and then I hope Scotty gets the pair down. <laughs> oh, God. You're just fucking mean all around, aren't you? Whoa. Yeah. Could you guys imagine having to play in the fucking fourth round? Oof. Oof. It'd be some bad blood. Pair down. That's still like the absolute worst for your breakers. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's okay because KYTL just playing Boros. Uh, strong like Luhut playing Tron. Um, and I think that's that's all of my shoutouts for for uh, this week. Uh, shoutouts to everyone who uh, keeps listening to our episodes, who keeps commenting on uh, in the comic section, and everyone who checks out Man Deprived. So that's it for this week. Shout out to Fast Fast. Yep, shout out to Fast Fast. Um, so shout out to, in no particular order, uh, shout out at Tirentu, T-I-R-E-N-T-U. Uh, that was the gentleman that uh, ended up giving me the buys. So good for him. Uh, shout out to Tony Cameron for his awesome time, uh, the awesome epic top four match. Um, shout out to Stephen Lau, um, who hopefully I get to play him again and we can you know, revenge that scumbag story. Um, shout out to Mike again, um, Mikey Dubs, uh, Michael Dubs, I guess, on Twitter. Uh, he ended up winning the GPT in Hamilton on Sunday with uh, Brian Kibler's Hate Bear deck, which was pretty sick. Um, so that was a lot of fun. And it was good to see him again. Like I said, shout out to Chris Chaos, shout out to uh, Ben, Seth, Dante, Luke, um, Everyone that was there, uh, Tyler, uh, everyone that was there supporting at uh, at the Sunday event, Kelly and, and everyone for running the show, it was awesome. I had a blast. Um, I can't wait to see you guys in Toronto. And shout out to Tom Martell for being on my stream last night. Yeah. It was fucking awesome. My favorite. Dude was amazing. And uh, and just shout out to everybody that has been, you know, giving me the, the moral support to, to get here. Now, you know. We're so close. Um, we're like literally a third of the way there. It's so good. All we have to do is 4-2 and we'll get there against decks that aren't random dirtles. I'm so excited. So excited. It's going to be sick. Jay's dream that Scott faces like me for day two. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To win so who would you like? Who do you want to win that one though? Do you want me to like crush his yeah. dreams of yeah. his fucking double day? <laughs> Gotta keep it with the fucking the, the KYT special. Otherwise, it's not special. No, no, it's special if I make day two, though. No. And then lose. I don't think you understand what the KYT special is. Is wanting me to lose? <laughs> no. I don't want you to lose. I'm just keeping up with traditions. <laughs> yeah. So I'm uh, I'm pretty stoked. It's, it's been pretty sick. Um, but yeah, I would, uh, KYT, I'll play that matchup with you fucking all the time, every day, every day. Sounds good every to me. Day, every day, Because I need to figure out how to not just lose to that all the time. Yeah, so I think that's it. Uh, shout out to Jonathan Medina for all of his turkey. 
Do they eat turkey? His family? Yeah, they're all they're all eat turkey. So good for them. Yeah, shout out to all you Americans that didn't have to work for the for fucking all of the week somehow. All you Americans. How is Thanksgiving a week long holiday in America? Apparently, this is why you're fat. (laughs) This is why you're fat. This is probably why there's drones. Also, fat people can't fly airplanes. They pass out and puke everywhere. Boo. Also, Anyways. I don't know if it's my internet, my shitty computer, or what, but, uh, Scotty, you were cutting out all night. Really? Yeah, all night. Uh, well, the good news is I'm recording, so it'll all sound fine. That's good, that's good. Yep, it is. All right, well, in that case, I guess we'll just call it a night. Nice short cast for you all this week. Um, we will see you all next week when we are getting ready to gear up for GP Toronto, I guess? Like... We doing a show next Thursday, or are all you fuckers traveling? Like, what's going on? Not next Thursday, Thursday after. Yeah, that's a Thursday after. All right. Well, I guess, ladies and gentlemen, we'll call it. We'll see you all next week. Good day. I said good day, sir. Bye, guys. Peace. Open Gangnam Style.